0: to the MGA Media Cast. This is episode 43. My name is co-founder Straight Willie Dills, and I am joined once again by El Presidente, John, Lucky Kick Morley, dude. John, we missed a week there. I bet people were freaking out, but we're back. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, people definitely are freaking out. You, you've teased us before that the
0: podcast is coming back. This time seemed for real, and then you missed a week. What the hell?
1: I mean, it wouldn't be us if we didn't do that, though.
0: True, true. And I and we had talked about this me and you previously and this is a little inside baseball, but maybe doing the podcast in kind of a seasonal format going forward because the MGA has an off season and sure there's things we can talk about during that off season, but it might kind of makes a little more sense to do the podcast as kind of a seasonal thing, to coincide with Things like ramping up to the world championship, things like the MJ season when it when things get hot and heavy in the middle of the season and the money list is changing all the time. So that's kind of how things are going to go going forward. So if a week is missed, nobody freak out. Freak out. (laughs) If if you want to freak out, freak out. But we will come back. It will be back. By the way, speaking of the money list, no changes there, no updates. But as we approach the deadline. For the people who have put in their deposits to pay in full before we start going to the wait list, let's give an update there. First of all, John, what is that deadline for people who are paid but
1: not in full yet? Got to pay in full by October 1st, which is sneaking up on us here. So let's start turning those tricks. Selling that <laughs> we are <laughs>
0: We're halfway through September already. Holy crap. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, no, the, the whole thing is happening in, like, a month and a half now.
1: My dad scared um, crap out of me on the phone today. He was like, yeah, it's only, like, five weeks away. I'm like, no, 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 no. That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. You're like, it's... dude, I'm the one putting this together. That can't be right. It still scared me.
0: But he's wrong. For sure. He's He is wrong, but he's not that wrong. <laughs> I mean – yeah was it seven weeks seven weeks something like that no i guess it's close it's eight weeks it's eight, eight
1: weeks eight. call it eight it's plenty a soft of eight. Time. plenty of time who cares if we haven't got anything booked yet there's plenty of time yeah no it'll all fall We'll find place. a course we'll find some yeah <laughs> we'll find a hotel don't worry you'll have a room oh, yeah there's so many hotels <laughs> in vegas it's vegas don't worry about it what's that town on the border of, we'll do it in, yeah, they do it in Fiesta, Utah.
0: It's fine. Yeah. So what is the wait list at right now? Or is it is it still reasonable, you think, for people to sign up if they haven't at this point? It is, yes.
1: If, okay. if you still want to go, get on the wait list. So as we sit right now, there are 22 people on the wait list. However, okay. this morning I went through and finally processed some, some cancellations that had come in. About thirteen of those people are about to get into the field, about to get some good news, so wow, the wait list just got shorter. I think there's like two hundred and sixty people or something who are still just still not paid in full, so mm-hmm. the chance the chance of the other uh other ten people left on the waitlist getting in looks pretty good, so nice. I think if you still want to go get on that wait list, and I think there's a pretty good shot, you'll get in, and you will know early october once you know once we've gotten. People paid in full or canceled, I'll reach out to the waitlisters and, and let them know.
0: All right. There you go. Kind of good shot to get in still. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely if you're still if you're on the fence, just do the deposit, you know, get on that waitlist. Then yeah. you can decide later on or whatever. So, you know, yeah. it's
1: fine. If you haven't checked, the waitlist deposit is very reasonable. It's it's like one point one two dollars on the waitlist. So now if, <laughs> it, I think it's worth your time, worth your time and money.
0: OK and now here's another update that i think is important because the people who have paid the deposits and are not on the wait list but still haven't paid in full you said there's 200 plus of those people right they have a step they still must take that is to pay in full before that october first date so if they have paid the deposit and are ready to pay that that full amount and secure their spot in the MGA World Championships 2022, what do they have to do? Where do they go?
1: An email went out to everyone who has paid a deposit. I'm sure it went to 50% of their junk junk boxes. Basically what it read is, first things first, if you know you are not going now, please tell us as soon as possible because your deposit is not transferable. You can't put it on the black market and, and try and profit off this. If you're not going and your deposit is no good, let us know. We'll refund your deposit, and we'll make someone on the wait list really happy. So that's the first thing. There was also information and how on how to pay in full in that email. But some people replied to that email asking me how to pay in full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could see if you just scroll up, <laughs> you could see the clear directions on how to pay in full. But that's okay. It's okay. I get it. We all hate reading. We all hate reading. So listen to me now. If you're ready to pay in full, go back to the same online store where you registered before, pick the package you you want and just make sure you put in deposit in the discount code and hit the little plus button to apply that deposit. That's the other step people miss sometimes. Okay. And that's how you get your deposit back. You get a hundred dollars off, off when you pay in full. So do that as soon as, as soon as you can, as soon as you're comfortable, it just makes things easier for us planning, knowing for sure that these people are in. And then of course, by October 1st, it's required. You got to pay in full, you know, we'll, we'll send out a last call email shortly before October 1st. But if we don't see payment or hear from you after October 1st, then your spot goes to somebody on the wait list.
0: There you go. Yep. It's very important that we know our final numbers as we're getting ready to to put in these last bookings. Like you said, we still got to find a hotel. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> we need to know if you're coming. You know how big there you go, guys. To get There you go. WC final instructions here. And we'll, you know, we'll probably give you a couple more reminders. We still got a few weeks here. But uh, yeah, this is this is the time. If you haven't done it yet, do it now. If you're listening to this, pause it. Go on to MJWC, go to that package, do your thing, click that deposit button. So you get your deposit back, and there you go. Very simple. That seemed real easy, John. It's so I simple. I got to say, even a guy like me could figure that one out. Today is a very special, fun episode, and I, I think one that we can kind of do versions of this going forward. We're going to talk about some of the videos that we've made in the past and uh, kind of go over these videos and discuss. What went into making them, the ideas behind them, what we think of them now, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> and we got some classics on the YouTube. If you if people haven't perused that, I encourage you to go check that out. As youtube.com dot slash the real MGA, where
1: you can find all of these. I think, and I, this everything on there is now a classic because the last one we made was probably five years ago. <laughs> really, <laughs> we need some fresh wow. Content. Yeah, we but do this, need some yeah, fresh this, content. Uh, yeah. I mean, already I'm getting excited about this. This is going to pump me up just reliving these old ones. And I think it's going to fire up our creativity to do some new Mm -hmm. ones.
0: I I do think, yeah, especially with these two videos we're going to talk about today, there's definitely room for a a refresh, an update, (laughs) right? Because these are true classics. These have been around for a really long time. And when I watched these videos, I mean, just the first thing I was like, who is this child? Right, who's talking to me right now? Oh my god, that's
1: me. We were oh so young, John. It does feel a bit like false advertising because <laughs> guys, guys are watching it thinking they're getting into a league with some twenty somethings, and yeah, not the case.
0: <laughs> not the case. Well, I actually, before we start this first one, which is of course, what is the MGA? I think the the video that's that I'm surprised doesn't have like as a bunch more views. Because it's literally on the website when you try to sign up for the MJ. So I assume like almost everybody has watched it at some point, right? Right. Still only hovering around 1,200 or 12,600 views. But one of the – there's two comments. or There's three apparently, <laughs> but I can only see two. But the one of them from 10 years ago from Meta Drew, wow, I really want to play golf with these guys. And I think that's what you're talking about they're going to view this. And they're going to go, yeah, I want to play golf with these guys. And then, well, first of all, you're probably not going to play golf with us because you're going to play whatever chapter you end up in, but you're going to meet us and be like, Oh yeah. What the? These are old guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so be- before we get into this video, I just, I just want to ask you a question and maybe ask our listeners okay. a question. I, I went and clicked on the video in preparation, uh, for this podcast, I prepare about three minutes before we go on air. Sure. So I figured I'd watch this video, and I was greeted with some ads. And oh, my first thought was, "Who the fuck is getting paid for these ads?" Who's getting paid for these ads? And yeah, just money. Valid out. question. <laughs> Valid question. And why are there ads on this? Because this the music is all original. Yeah. The content is all original. Yeah what What's the deal with these ads?
0: Well, I don't know if you, so YouTube okay, I used to have a partnered YouTube channel, my own private personal channel, right? Mm-hmm. I posted mostly gaming content, and I did get adsense for that. I think somewhere in the realm of like two to three hundred dollars over the entire lifespan of me making videos on that channel. Wow, uh, yeah, Thinking and then at some point, some dude. Oh, dude. I mean, I I would jar that money up right now and hit
1: the streets. But... You don't get that reference. Go to our YouTube channel. Watch Meagles. Exactly.
0: But they did change the requirements at some point. So it used to be you just had to sign up to be a partner. And it didn't matter if you had 10 subscribers or a million subscribers. You got paid for the ads that ran on your videos. Okay. At a certain point, they made it so you had to have at least like a 1,000 subscribers and at least – a certain amount of like watched minutes per month or something like that. So I ended up having my my YouTube channel de-partnered where I could no longer run ads to get money, but ads still play. So that means just YouTube is just getting money now.
1: I get this on, ter- on my ads. Yeah, I get this terrible feeling that Jake Paul is somehow profiting off us. <laughs> I don't Jake know. Paul? Yeah, he, I wish it was Jake Hawley
0: who was profiting off of this, right? but yeah, he's the one who really deserves it. But uh, shout out to Jake, by the way. He was the MGA videographer for a while. When oh, he was to, well. yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's a long time first time. Yeah. That's his, you know we our nicknames you know Straight Willie Dills, Lucky like Cake. He's long time first time Jake Hawley. <laughs> so yeah, he was. Uh, people don't know Jake. He never played in an MGA tournament, but he was a big fan. And uh, I don't even think, did he ever play golf? No, no. No, okay. Just not for him, I guess. Yeah. Well, he he shot for a man who didn't know how to play golf at all. He sure knew his way around a golf course when he was filming us talk about it. He was fantastic to work with, and he always had good ideas. And a a lot of these videos that we made back then were all very much like, we have a concept. We didn't have like, you know, (laughs) we had a concept with a camera. We didn't have like a storyboard or like a script, or anything close to that. A lot of it was like, we have a couple things we want to make sure we say, and then we just kind of get out there and do it. So a lot of like the directing was done just, like, I would direct you, you would direct me, and we would just kind of figure it out as we went. And I think even some of the concepts in this video, like the throwing of the golf ball in the golf club and stuff, all of that just happened, like, on the day. Yeah, That, so. that was never a pre-planned bit, and it came out great. It did. I put in the notes here. We clearly had a vision, and now that I'm saying it, I'm like, "No, nah, not really." <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> not really.
0: No. But the but but I think it all comes across, and I think it, it you know, I, I gotta say, some of our finest work still to this day is this video right here. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch this video together, and I'm gonna pause it here and there. If you want me to pause it, John, just yell out. If you got yeah. something that you want to comment on, but we'll we'll kind of there's a couple of different pieces to this video that we'll talk about and people listening you're not going to see it obviously but you can go watch it like we said it's mga golf or mediocre golf association the real mga is what you can also look up on youtube if you want to find these but here we go this is the what is the mga video all of may 6th 2009 let's go
1: how many times has this happened to you, folks? You go and try to turn in your PGA Tour application, they crumple it and throw it in your face. Well, I've got good news. There's a place for you to play.
0: All right, I'm gonna uh, stop right I... away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> RIP, Billy Mays.
0: Yeah, this was we we had a lot of these ideas where it was all based on late night infomercials, right? <laughs> and I don't know if we did a lot more than we did the the golf tracker. Which was a, a video we'll definitely have to talk about. But I remember, but you remember one of the big jokes. This probably was in one of the old episodes of the podcast. Was things like the Gillette commercial, where it was like, oh yeah. you know the feeling. You're Every the guy's best. had it. <laughs> yeah, you're the best. It's just a lot of that stuff, and then these late night infomercials. So this was just, you know, this was a take off of, you know, how many times has this happened to you? And I, yeah, and John, I think you nailed it. Oh. You, you nailed the Billy Mays, incredible.
1: And I think at this point, I don't think we knew. How much Billy Mays liked to party? Like we just liked him because his, <laughs> his infomercials were awesome. But I mean, that guy—I think he would have fit in pretty well with the with the MGA.
0: Oh hell yeah! yeah
1: like, hell yeah! Like <laughs> past tense. All right. I,
0: I love I love this shot by the way too. There's a couple things here that are maybe unintentional. The framing of this shot is oh crap! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> go. Yeah, it's He's getting money. paid for this. Ads
1: are up. Let's get yeah. this
0: one. ATT just advertising on our stuff. All right. So the the okay the frame oh, of this was,
1: shot. That was good,
0: good. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. The frame of this shot slightly tilted. Something is wrong. Do you know about this? Right. In in like horror movies, if like the killer is about to sneak up on you. I tilt the camera a little. I this was probably just because we set it up on something. Yeah. We didn't like have a tripod necessarily. <laughs> But it worked perfectly. And it's all in black and white. Like, that was how infomercials always started. Like, oh, it's, I spilled the thing. Oh, well, how am I going to clean it? And it's in black and white and everything looks terrible. But yeah, this was one of my favorite shots. And just me crumpling up the paper. Oh,
1: it's, it's perfect. And then wagging it. Throwing it at you and then. You... At me. Yeah. Elitist <laughs> <Yeah>. PGA bullshit. <laughs> it's so good,
0: man. It, it, Everything about this just works so well. Now, here's another shot that unintentionally worked really well, and we're going to get into it right here on this next bit. hi, <laughs> hi I'm willie gregory co-founder of the mediocre golf Association Tournament <laughs> golf for the rest of us so <laughs> pause again one,
1: one of our two comments loved that moment it was a great yeah moment.
0: they yeah they uh, they linked to that point fifteen second or fifteen seconds in we had the plan was to hit a bad chip. I remember that I was like, when I hit a chip, it's terrible, and then Turn around and act like that was totally what I meant to do, but holy shit that I hit a terrible chip! I mean, I couldn't replicate this if I wanted to.
1: Right. <laughs> the fact that the fact that you didn't break after hitting that, that you just delivered yeah. it perfectly, just made it money. Another thing to
0: note about this, you, you uh, topped it about our,
1: two inches forward, yeah. four inches. Yeah. Forward, everyone
0: took a perfect little hop and just and just went nowhere. Another thing to note about this, this was our first merch. This shirt right, right. here, remember yeah. this? Yes. Love this shirt. Yeah. We You're gotta re- like recreate this thing. Yeah. Yeah. How did we make this? That, that's I don't remember.
1: Zazzle. Everything. Zazzle. Yeah. <laughs> back then, yeah. The I think it was on the same order as the original Bastards hat.
0: Yeah. So it's a it's a baseball tee. It just says. Is it? Hey, I'm kind of. What's it say? I'm I'm kind of alright. Yeah, I'm kind of alright. And then the MJ logo is on the back. I I love this shirt so much. Another one. Other quick note: I was not straight, Willie Dills at this point.
1: I was Willie Gregory. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I I like what? When when did the pickup artist come out? Was it not It
0: must yet? have been after this. I was Dills, though, at this point. But for some reason, I didn't. Maybe I thought we needed to be really official here. You know, I have to use my my, my business name. I threw all that out the window pretty soon, though. All right, so then that's my introduction. Oh, and tournament golf for the rest of us. I think we thought maybe that was going to be a slogan at some point. Last time. Um didn't last very long. All right, Mediocre Golf Association. Tournament golf for the rest of us. Now, there are a lot of us out there who want Although- to play. And stroke competition
1: <laughs> Go ahead I mean This video is still The opening to the site So maybe that is the slogan We just don't We just don't know about it Because we don't we,
0: we don't know Yeah Everyone else out there Is using it.
1: it Yeah I mean To me the
0: slogan is Face it you suck right? right Yeah Yeah Okay Yeah Let's get that clear Yeah Competition But we're not good enough To be on any pro Or semi-pro
1: tour That's where the MGA comes in Oh look at this guy <laughs> Wow, clean shaven. Clean shaven. You had a little goatee gone. But uh,
0: I got to say, you don't look too different, John. You definitely still, you know, aside from, yeah, like a little, you know, just a little more facial hair and stuff. You you pretty much still look like this guy.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) This is uh, this is 13 years ago. Wow. I'm John Morley, co-founder of the MGA in 2006. Bastards winner. Okay. Yeah, one more time, Now, yeah, this is I. I just love how we've introduced ourselves. It's
0: just so different now. This is how you introduce. You. So I'm now co-founder Willie Dills. <laughs> you were co-founder John Morley and 2006. Bastards winner. That was your like big claim to fame at this point. Yep. <laughs> You're like, what are my accolades here? I won the bastards. There you go. Biggest, That's what biggest I biggest
1: golf tournament I ever won. That's true. To That's this true. day,
0: I I also love watching in the background. There are people chipping and stuff on the screen, and we were just kind of just doing this thing that made so, no
1: sense. Probably, ten- yeah. This so this golf course for everyone who's watching this video with us is. A very nice golf course about 10 blocks from my house, from our house at that time, because Willie and I used mm-hmm. to live together in the place I still live. And it has just gotten better. Like it is a beautiful course. I for I think if you're non-resident, it costs 150 bucks or something to play Jeez. now. Wow. To get a bucket of balls on the range now is like $13. And somehow, shockingly this green that we're filming at the chipping green is still kind of free to use. Like I can go up there and just drop some balls and and hit on it. Now there are signs that allude to the fact that they would prefer if only registered golfers would hit on these greens, but they don't kick you out. It's just, it's just amazing to me in San Francisco, you know, after I've bought my $8 coffee and paid for my $13 (laughs) bucket of balls that i can stroll over here and actually use this nice chipping and putting green for free so yeah it's I mean, it is pretty nice amazing elsewhere but for me the, the fact, only other the only other tight. place
0: where you can kind of do that is stinking lincoln they still have that weird place that's oh, not a
1: hole right you know it's what I'm talking hard. about yeah 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 it's just yeah. an
0: open field that people just go to and just hit balls they don't have a range
1: that's, that's less surprising <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah. called Stinking Lincoln. This this place is like freaking Augusta. I mean, it is yeah, so. Nice it's now. nice. Yeah.
0: I I we got to get out there and play because I so I played Lincoln the other day. That yeah. was my first time back there in years. Just piece of crap. Paid fifty bucks to play on it, by the way. Yeah. It was just crazy to me, but uh, absolute piece of uh, just just Stinking Lincoln lives up to his name. This course, though, yeah. If you're saying it's gotten better. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy because it that's, was pristine back in the day.
1: Midweek, if we want to walk it as residents, I want to say it's like 60-something. So forget Lincoln. Okay. okay, let's go Yeah. With,
0: let's yeah. do that then. For 10 more dollars. All right. I'm in. And it's yeah. not a hard course to walk either. Lincoln's hey, tough. I walked it. Lincoln, though. Come on. Lincoln's tough. Yes. Everything yeah. is up or down a hill. Everything. All right. Let's keep going. All right. We here at the MGA believe bogey golf is mediocre golf. We still believe that. To this day, nothing's changed. This, by the way, this was the first golf ball toss. And, I, and this is where we were like building up to this idea. And I don't remember how it came about, but we always did want to do these like, transitions. If you watch the the, the Meagles for some dude video, we had a lot of fun transitions like that, too. Where we were like passing the jar back and forth. This, this worked out really, really well. And like what's funny is when I think about it now, all of this was essentially in camera editing that we then later like went and fixed. But we kind of just, we're like, okay now toss it up straight. And then, okay now toss it to the left. Now toss it this way. I can't believe it came out this good, watching this yeah. like this many years
1: later. Exceptional mediocre golf at that. And it should be allowed to win tournaments.
0: Now in the <laughs> MGA we don't use a standard handicap system. Instead of giving strokes to bad players, we penalize good players. Thus ensuring a mediocre golfer wins every tournament. No more 129s are gonna win in the MGA. Now, did we
1: experience one twenty nines winning? <laughs> no, no, no. I think we were just we were just saying that, you know, some drunk asshole who usually shoots 150 mm-hmm. isn't going to be able to win based on his handicap just because he he shoots a 129 one day. But I think yes. this there's been like with every one of these, there's some sort of like awkward pause or phrasing that that sticks out to me and always has that i mean i like it it's like for me it's not it's it's kind of mediocre frankly yeah but but it's just it's so weird i've i've watched this video so many times and like i know when they're coming and i'm just like why didn't we try that again?
0: <laughs> like fix that think- well there's there's one that we did for sure on purpose i i told you i was like it'd be funny if you take a really deep breath in the middle of oh, your, yeah, of your yeah. line and you did it and it was just so weird. It was like, yeah. it wasn't what I was picturing, <laughs> I but know. I was like, it's perfect. Keep it. Yeah. It's coming up here in a second, but you know, you're right. Like, you know, I think a lot of this for me, it was like, I was just trying to remember what I was supposed to say. Cause yeah. if it was written down. So I was trying to make sure I was like, you know, being very official. We but here. Done, I do. Yeah.
1: We hadn't done as, as much on camera work back then as we yeah. have i think not as seasoned for sure the winner of each mga tournament is going to walk away with a kind of big check and a trophy to show everyone that they're kind of all right nice <laughs> now there it, is. If you there a it is on the day you'll get the yeah. gross award <laughs> if you have a great front nine but a terrible back nine you're probably going to win the meltdown award and if you finish right in the middle of the pack you're going to win the lanyard award But i mean <laughs> <laughs> There you go. We had them all. We we had them all. It still stands up, except everyone's like, what the fuck is the Lanier award?
0: I told Max about that. So anybody who doesn't know, Max Lanier, Max Lanier, a friend of mine since middle school, who was at our third tournament, we talked about this in the recent episode, he used to just constantly finish right in the middle of the pack. So he that was his namesake forevermore. Now, I, I encourage other chapters to, if you have a player like this, or you have a reason to change yeah. the name, feel free, you know?
1: Right. So for the award we're talking about is the most mediocre. So it's a yes. golden M. It used, it was a golden L for a while for the yeah. Lottnay Award. But yeah, once we got up to a couple chapters and no one knew who the fuck that was, it it went to the most mediocre award. But yeah, for sure, it, it could be named after a player if, if you have someone who just wins it time after time after time. Eventually it could be named after them and dedicated to them in your chapter. Yeah, it's still going to be a golden M, but
0: sure. In, in the in the Austin chapter, we lost a, a medio a couple of years ago to COVID. And so forevermore that that is always the Patrick Anderson Award forever from now on. So in the Austin chapter, that's got a special name now and you could and you apply anything you want to, it, you know, that's kind of what I like about all of these awards. You can kind of do that with. I mean, it's the it's the Meltdown Award. It's the mediocre award. But within your chapter, like we talked about when Ian was here, you know, build your culture, build your culture out. But I, I love the fact that we already had all of these. There was a huge idea that it was like we just got to have a lot of trophies, a lot of prizes. When you show up to play, even if you don't think you can win, we wanted you to have a chance to get but, something,
1: right? Right. But not too many. There's this, no. this sweet spot, right? We don't want to yeah. be uh, snowflakes who give everyone a trophy. There's got exactly. Be, there's yeah. got to be a cutoff somewhere. But I, I don't want to get away from the most mediocre trophy yet because I know there's been some confusion about it mm-hmm. in the, the chapter leader group, the private group on Facebook. Oh yeah. Like how to give it out. New guys are like, to, yeah, what do I do if two guys tie in the middle of the field? Well, the most mediocre award is a judgment call. So that's, yes. that's one that they don't even have to finish dead center in the field. If someone, for me, typically I'm looking for someone near the middle who either had a massive meltdown or if that's not, if that's not there, then I'm looking for someone who shot maybe the exact same score, front and back nine, like mm-hmm. ideally a 50-50. If that finishes in the middle of the field, that's getting most mediocre every time for me. Nice. So there is some, you know, some judgment call available for the most mediocre award. Everything else is based on numbers. Boring.
0: Yeah. A lot of times what I would do is just give it to the guy who finished 17th, like just out of the money. Or if there was like a tie for 16th, I you know it's like 18th and 19th. Whoever like just missed the money, it's like that guy. But it's like, like you said, well, just okay.
1: Co- you don't can... do it like that, other chat. <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you could yeah, you can come with whatever makes sense to you. Like whatever you could you can generally tell when you're putting all the scores in, like this guy had the most mediocre day out of everybody else. <laughs> the MJ also wore Great the cut cash prizes at every tournament with prize pools ranging from five point four to eight point one dollars to keep track of each chapter's money list as well as the global money list. And at the end of the year, the top medias from all around the world compete in the MGA World Championships. All right. Now, at this point in time, there had not been a World Championships, if I recall correctly.
1: You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we came up with it the day before we filmed this video. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we were like, it's happening. Well, let's shoot a video. <laughs>
1: let's put it in the let's video. Let's get the
0: word out. Yep. yep. We would get that word out to all of our 464 subscribers.
1: And oh, hold on, pause, pause. It's the yeah. Uh, so the other thing, talking about the cash prizes, at the, that time we still did do envelopes full of pocket change. True. Yeah. True.
0: True. Cash prize is, <laughs> which is how I said it on the video. We we have cash prize at every golf tournament. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I. I like the pause. I think I didn't deliver the pause as, as good as I could have looking back on it now. Between five point four and eight point one dollars. But that's, you know, it, it had the effect it was going for. Yeah. And this I really like this. This is where it threw the golf club and you caught it. That actually this cut is this cut is solid right here. I'm gonna watch that one more time real quick. Here we go. All around the world compete in the EMGA World Championships. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If the yeah, MGA bro, sounds like it's bro, right for Charlie. you, check the chapters page. See if there's one in your town. <laughs> if there is, join it. If not, you're in luck because you get to start an MGA chapter. And remember, in the MGA, everyone's a hero.
0: There's another catchphrase.
1: Another Do we catchphrase. still use?
0: <laughs> we don't really use it very much. I think that one should come back. That one's pretty Everybody. good. Yeah. In the MGA, everyone's a hero. And now we have this wonderful montage that you put together, John, over the classic MGA original tune you're a hero hero so yeah we'll go ahead and watch this this was this was super well done and what's funny about this we're we're at Presidio now but we teleport we start the video at Harding then we're at Presidio and now we teleport back to Harding this is this is pretty epic
1: you're a hero one of my favorite shots right there at the end also insanely nice and expensive course that we were just being jackassed on <laughs> yeah you their golf carts into each other
0: yeah yeah so for anybody who hasn't seen the video and i just go watch it john turns around his head back john by the way professional driver turns his head around to reverse the golf cart golf cart goes forward into another bunch of golf carts then when we planned the shot i remember i was shooting that I think Jake wasn't with us at at uh, Harding, but I remember I was shooting it, and I was in my mind thinking you're gonna kind of nudge them, Are you just, well, I mean, you just pedal to the metal right I mean, to
1: those bad boys. You know, you know how I do it.
0: <laughs> it's commitment, <laughs> baby. John's like, like I've crashed a car before. I understand the impact that this vehicle could take. I mean, uh, it, yeah,
1: no, <laughs> they, it had one of those old school hill brakes on it. Like it's all or sure. nothing. You want to get through that break. You got to got to put that thing down to the floor. So,
0: this video is fantastic. I love this video so much. And I do think it, you know, we can do with a refresh, but we're going to have if we do, we're going to have to bring back some of the classic pieces that are in there, right? Like
1: got to have some some callbacks if we do a new video. We could just uh, uh, we could throw a walker back and forth now instead of golf clubs. <laughs> sure. The
0: I think, well, the, you know, the stuff we did at the end, the slapstick bad golf stuff just all works really well to this day. The thumbs up. I mean, that's the thing. I, I still use that all the time. And I, I don't I mean, I remember we would do that all the time on the golf course. That wasn't like just a thing there. Like you miss a putt, you throw a thumbs up like, hey, I'll just, you know, it just uh, it just works so well, man. Like we really I don't know everything about that video to me. It's classic up. clean. All right. This next one is a little bit later
1: maybe we just throw a throw a filter on that video the, like an age us age mm. filter, yeah, yeah yeah,
0: like with the lines like it's like and, shot uh, on a hold like high eight or something like that yeah
1: it's, it's updated yeah no, there you go no, no, i mean a filter on our faces oh i see what you're saying like a TikTok filter that makes us look older and then we don't yeah, have to yeah. refil- okay
0: all right i'm in okay that saves us a lot of time yeah all right so This next video, MGA, Basic Golf Rules and Etiquette, three years later, February 27th, 2012. Talk talk about fucking clickbait, that title. (laughs) Yeah, right? This Now, this does have more views. Yeah. 25,000. So you think there are people clicking on this because they just want to know Basic Golf Rules and Etiquette? 100%. Okay.
1: (laughs) They don't know what MGA is.
0: Also, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, this is the one where the the thumbnail is Tiger Woods dropping a ball. Clickbait, <laughs> clickbait, baby. Now we still only managed to have one comment. Yeah, and what's Which it? is from Neil Jerzniak. Mm-hmm. Says, "Lol, are
1: you fucked?" Okay, what's at forty seconds? Yeah, he he
0: he put a link to forty seconds in, so okay. we'll see what I, happens at forty I, seconds. I I don't yeah. remember, but here we go. This is the MGA Basic Golf Rules and Etiquette. Now we decided is- that. We needed to, you know, break down the rules for everybody because now we were having tournaments.
1: This is 2012. 2012. So, yeah, we were, you know, we probably had, let's see, 9, 10, 11, 12. Probably had like 20-some chapters at that point. So I think yeah. uh, I think there might have been some issues with chapters maybe not playing as much by the rules as mm-hmm. we all wanted them to. And maybe we found that out at some world championships and felt like this <laughs> was necessary. So, yeah,
0: this was, we were still in the spitballing phase around things like, you know, how the handicap system was working. I think it was per, it was close to locked in by this point. But there was definitely some, some things we'd heard where we were like, guys, we want to play by the official golf rules. We want everyone to know what those are. So these were kind of the ones we deemed the most important, I think. And let's find out what those are. When playing in the MGA, it's important to understand the rules and etiquette of golf. We're pretty sure most of you guys don't know what those are. So already, <laughs> still a baby, by the way, I have now become straight willy-dills. So at some point in these three years. Transformation is complete. The transformation is complete. Exactly. There I am. Sunglasses on. i got a hat now. You
1: know. Just and this, completely this video different was filmed at Sharp Park. Sharp Park, classic. There, of course by Alistair McKenzie, that's right, of Augusta, and mm-hmm. total shithole.
0: now not because of the layout but because of just how it's maintained i would say this is one of those courses i'm sure everybody in their town has one like it there's not like a fairway and a rough it's just grass right it's all the same it's a a park it's a park
1: yeah
0: but the layout is fantastic there's a lot of really interesting holes yep
1: basic etiquette
0: By the way, nice use of sound effects there, Joe. Lasers. (laughs) (laughs) Lasers, and then rather than a Billy Mays voice, you were going with, like, announcer at a racetrack or something? I'm not exactly sure. Inspired that one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Basic etiquette. Basic etiquette. (laughs) There you go. I still got it. Announcing a stripper voice. Don't stand behind someone when they're teeing off. It's annoying and could lead to an unwanted confrontation. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just funny. That so, standing about. directly behind you, John. Like,
0: <laughs> We could have I mean, probably was, made like, that a
1: little more realistic. It's an, no, we weren't really concerned with realism. But it is annoying. A lot of people really fucking hate it when someone stands behind them in their mm-hmm. line of sight when they're teeing off. And a lot of people don't seem to know that. So...
0: I, yeah, I have a problem with people who don't just kind of clear the area for like my practice swings and what you know, it's like, I, you just don't want to feel like I'm going to hit somebody when I'm doing practice swings and all that kind of stuff. And I do kind of a weird thing where I take my driver practice swing perpendicular to the ball. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I kind of stand like looking down, down the fairway and then, but I'm, you know, standing sideways and I do my practice swing there just helps me visualize it a little more, and then I step up to the ball and line up.
1: I'm so a no practice swing crew, so I don't. Sure, know, sure, sure. I don't really I, worry about that, but on my <laughs> real swing, I I don't want someone standing behind me. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: And then here we got a similar situation, but to
1: putting. The same goes for the putting green, where it's actually illegal to stand <laughs> behind someone because it gives you an unfair advantage.
0: <laughs> hey, John, doing a crab walk right up to my <laughs> to the back of my butt. Another brilliantly, very realistic situation that you might find found real. yourself in. Yeah.
1: Piece of play. Case of play is a major concern in the MG. And there, here we have, John. You are now Lucky Kick Morley.
0: Yes. So this, this has happened. The Lucky Kicks have happened in three years, apparently. Same jacket. Same jacket. Same jacket. Same jacket. That's a great... I did not notice that. That was your golf jacket,
1: right? Exactly. We're not very good. It takes us a while to get to the green. So when you're left with a one-foot putt, just finish it. It's easy. Are you fucking? <laughs> there shouldn't be a lot of st- That's a great cut, John. Great cut. Thank you. Perfectly timed. Hand around time between shots. While one person is playing their shot, the other should be picking their clubs and getting ready to play that power fade right up to the front of the green. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <On> the- <laughs> I'm just going to. This is just a note for me. I no. miss those golf shoes, man. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Those were like alligator skin, like classic looking. The golf shoes I have now are nice, but man, that was the nicest pair of golf shoes I ever owned. What happened to those shoes? They, I don't know. They just disappeared somewhere. Just wore them out or something. I still you
1: know. wear the ones I've got on in this video.
0: Really? That is a <laughs> I, frugal, frugal man. <laughs> yeah, is. my new ones, though, they're super comfy, and they don't have spikes, you know? They're great. Because like, one thing I hate about these clo- or these shoes the spiked ones is the spikes wear out like completely dead and gone and then you have to like try to dig them
1: out with that stupid tool that never works well that's because we let them wear out way too long because i i fall into the exact same trap where it's like how the fuck is this tool supposed to remove this ground down stub of a spike and it, it can't the,
0: yeah like, okay so the answer your... is maintain your golf shoes okay good to know
1: the putting green the person furthest from the hole puts first Everyone else should spend their free time reading their putts, so when they're done laughing, <laughs> they're ready to go. It was a terrible oh, attempt. Rules. I think that was intentional. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm way yeah. better putter than that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if this was pre-my tip or that's post, true. Post-tip, we could watch your two eras. Out. Actually, yeah. go back. I want to see. Okay, let's I have two, two the, air- the Yeah, let's people. look at
0: look at the the angle of my.
1: Ooh, uh, yeah, no. no, yeah. The that's whole, a, putts not first. 45 everyone degrees. else should spend yeah. their free time reading. see you see it right there oh yeah that's that's how you used to hit it i th-
0: yeah. i think that was kind of what I, it's not as exaggerated as it got but that was somewhere in the on ra- the realm of it
1: yeah i mean that's um, a, about angled 30 degrees off the ground not 45 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> not not recommended yes yeah. reading their putts so when they're done laughing they're ready to go
0: now I'm going to add on to this real quick. Mm-hmm. If somebody's not ready to go in their further way,
1: you can just go. I was thinking the same thing.
0: Ready yeah. to go? Because we said in the videos very specifically the per- per- person who's furthest away. That's that's a suggestion. That's
1: I mean, nice. it, well, it's a ba- it, yeah, exactly. It's etiquette. It falls under the etiquette. Yeah. I would say. I mean, in, in okay, and in, on the PGA tour, yes, I think the person who's furthest away. Although I think. Do they still have the option? They may have the option to... I think so. No. No, I think the person who's furthest away always has to go first. Okay. But anyways, we're not. Both rules. White (laughs) stakes are out of bounds. If you hit out of bounds, you drop another ball where you hit the original ball, or on the tee box, you can re-tee, take one penalty stroke, and hit again.
0: Ooh, we got to stop here. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. This is why I think we need an update on this video. Yeah. Is this this one rule here? Yeah. Because now there's a new rule. If it goes out of bounds, you can go perpendicular along the line of where it went out to the fairway. Yep. And drop there. Yep. For two strokes. Two strokes. Don't have to
1: go back. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 No, you're right.
0: What... A lot of people, this rule confuses the hell out of them. So I almost think like we need a video just to show them how it happened what to do. Yeah, because I've tried to explain this to people. It feels very intuitive to me because we've been doing it for so long. But people are like, what? I don't get it. What? No, no, no. This is one stroke. I'm like two strokes. But guess what? You get to go all the way to the fairway, dude. Isn't that awesome? So, you know, new videos is necessary for this one.
1: If you're not sure if you went out of bounds, you should hit a provisional. Tee up another ball. Say I'm hitting a provisional and hit that one right down okay. the middle of the fairway. <laughs> Once you get up to where your ball went out of bounds, if you determine it is in fact out of bounds, you are now playing your provisional, and you're hitting your fourth shot from the middle of the fairway. There you go. If you didn't was, hit a provisional, pause. <laughs> that's, that's optimistic that their provisional would be in the middle of the fairway. Sure. But again, that like you said, this needs an update because you could still – hit a provisional but then mm. if that one went out now you've you've lost the chance to to go out mm-hmm. and drop in the edge of the fairway and add two strokes to your first ball so really at this point if if your ball's out of bounds just play the the drop in the fairway rule unless it went out of bounds like 10 yards from the tee box then you're better yeah reteeing but if you get some distance on it and then it goes out you're pretty much always better off just going and playing it rather than taking the chance and hitting another provisional out of bounds
0: that that's actually a good point i feel like the provisional is a rule that a lot of people it's like it's a good it's a good thing to do if you're good at golf and you just hit a bad golf shot right Mm -hmm. but when you're like us yeah Maybe just go up and take, if it, if you know it went into a hazard, just go up and take that drop. If you know it's out of bounds, just go up and take that drop. If you're not quite sure, then you can go up there and you can figure out between those two, whatever it is. Because if, if it is a hazard and you know it went in, you know, that's not the out of bounds rule, right? That's that's the one stroke.
1: But right. but before, before we get to the hazards, with, with OB, for me, there's fucking nothing more awkward than someone who hits one OB, says they're going to take a provisional, hits that one OB, and... Mm-hmm is doubly pissed off fucking snatches their tee up off the ground and just gets in the cart and starts driving. It's like, yeah, okay. You you still don't have a ball in place. So what are we, what yeah. are we doing here? Like what's, yeah. but, but now they're extra pissed. So it's, yeah.
0: Yeah. And now you feel Hello like I'm going to be a total that, asshole when I break the news that like, that's yeah. not even your fourth shot anymore. Now it's like your sixth or whatever. Well,
1: right. It's, yeah. I mean, and that's assuming they then play the new OB rule on their provisional, which yeah, what would that be six so yep. one, two, three, four, five hitting their six yeah yep,
0: yep so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I I hate being the guy and John, you probably know this like when you're a chapter leader and stuff or you know people always look to you to tell them the rule and you're like, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> this is this is not good for you. You know, yeah. you hit bad golf. It's shot. Gonna sting. That's what happens. It's, it's just one of the, like I, I love how people always try to find a way to penalize themselves the least possible amount. And I'm like, you don't understand what the point of a penalty is. <laughs> it's supposed to be bad. Like there's never a way to kind of get out of it. All right, let's keep going.
1: When you get up and you find out that your ball was out of bounds in the MGA, we have a rule. You drop where you think your ball went out of bounds, add two penalty mm. strokes, and hit again. So one would be out of bounds, drop two, three, and you're hitting four.
0: Now, this is slightly uh, different than now because we were kind of dropping where we thought it went out, like, right there.
1: This is know? what the PGA stole, though. Yes. I mean, it's, they, they made it even more forgiving. I know. But we, we did this four pace of play, and and they just straight up lifted it. And yeah, this is this is 2012, baby. We got the evidence right here. This seven is new evidence. It took him seven years to steal shit yeah. from us.
0: Yeah. This look at where Tiger's dropping that ball from.
1: <laughs> that must be his master's drop. That's a classic drop. It's just yeah. done in the interest of saving time, so we don't have people marching all the way back <laughs> to the tee box to play by the proper OB <laughs> rules. Willie, uh, <laughs> If you're not watching the video, Willie just they just showed Willie on the tee box. Lined up about 80 degrees right and just hitting it straight into the trees to demonstrate which, up next.
0: Which At, I know I was kind of doing that on a purpose, but I think I've done exactly that thing on that tee many times. <laughs> just, just straight into the woods to the right there. That's he will get you. Those yeah, tr- because he had a plan, <laughs> baby.
1: Stakes <laughs> are lateral water hazards, even if there's no water. And yellow stakes are water hazards. If you're virtually certain you see your ball go into either one of these hazards and you know where it entered, you have a few options. The first option is to play the ball where it lies without penalty. You can't ground your club, but you are allowed to hit the ball. Okay, by the way, now you can ground your club. Right, yeah. Still no, like, practice swings or anything, but no, you can touch the, sur- you can touch the surface but not test it, something like that. I mean, just yeah. use common sense, but you don't have to be worried if a grain of sand... Touches your club, just don't be fucking Patrick Reed, that's all. There you go. Don't be Patrick Reed, everybody. If you can't do this, you may drop a ball where you just hit from and add one penalty stroke, thus playing it like an out-of-bounds. Another option is to drop the ball anywhere behind the hazard, keeping the point of entry into the hazard directly between you and the pin. Pause. isn't really possible. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> That's right. And everybody fucking gets it wrong. Because everybody's like, oh, the the path it went on on. It's that's not it. It's the point where it entered, you keep that between you and the pin, and you can go back as far as you want on that line. And that's Oh,
0: so if you sliced it, you can't go back along a slice angle is what people kind of did. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean just yeah. Like, and that's why there used to be lateral hazards versus water hazards. Now that I think, I think there's just, there's just hazards.
0: It's just hazard now. Yeah.
1: The same rule applies. The reason lateral hazards existed is because they're on the side of the course. So it's impossible to keep that point between you and the pin. So they give you two club lengths of relief from that lateral hazard. But with a water hazard, it's, more, it's possible that that point can be between you and the pin and you can actually sure. go back a ways on grass. Yeah. But basically any, any hazard, that rule applies, even if it's red stakes or lateral or whatever. If you can creatively somehow find grass behind that point, keeping that point between you and the pin, you can go back as far as you want on that line.
0: Yeah, and, and I'll oftentimes just try to find like a flat spot or something like that if I'm doing that type right. of thing. Yeah. or go to like a comfortable yardage or something. Like if it's like sixty-five yards, I'm like, I'd rather hit eighty yards. Like that's
1: usually, just, that's you know. I usually try and find a sand filled divot to drop it in.
0: There you go, smart. By the way, we uh, yeah we'll we'll have we'll have some stuff to say about that in the next video we do like this.
1: On lateral water hazards, which is why they give you a third option for red stakes. You can drop the ball there. It is in two club lengths of where the ball entered the hazard. You do not have to find the ball in the hazard, but you must have seen it go into the hazard and know the point of entry. Measure 2 club lengths and drop from shoulder height, no closer. Eh, pause. Yeah, we got to pause again. Yeah. It's knee it's knee height now. I, I knee think height. people know that cuz it's so fucking awkward and stupid looking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I kind of my favorite way to drop a ball is very unofficial, but it's the it's just the toss from my hip method, which I know not true way to do it but if i'm just playing and i don't really
1: care i think it's you know. it's legal anywhere above knee is probably legal
0: yeah 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 it, i mean i know with golf it's just so i think it's kind of so stupid how they have to it's like okay do this put the t there do that it's like i know where i am i'm at you know like i get it it's around here but you know i understand it's a lot of money on the line they're trying to make it
1: people, you know very official if if they didn't give some Some unit of distance, people like Patrick Reed would Mm. get a bit creative with their drops. True, true.
0: But yeah, in in the MGA, you know, it's yeah, drop from your knee, two club lengths. It'll be fine. Don't worry so much about
1: it. If you didn't actually see the ball go in the hazard, it's considered a lost lost ball ball and is played the same way as OB. Okay, that one,
0: I get a lot of pushback on this one too. Mm -hmm. It's not a hazard. It's not marked as a hazard. You lost your ball. You don't know where it is. Can't find it. Now everyone tries to drop for one. Right. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> Again, it's like, I hate to tell you this. Right. But that's two strokes. That's two. Yep. Yeah. Got to find it at least, you know, got to find that ball. Because if you don't know exactly where it is, you know, there's a reason for this. If you don't know where it is, you're, you're just dropping in of wherever. And I still, I give people very friendly areas to drop when they're taking two strokes It's like you don't have to drop in the woods, right? You're taking two strokes anyway. So I kind of just say like, yeah, in a a natural area where it kind of entered this zone where you can't find it. And obviously that's not technically the rule, but it's just like we're trying to speed things along. You're already taking two strokes. So in a way, I almost feel like when you're taking two, you get a little bit of extra give, I think, on that. But it's two strokes, guys.
1: It's two strokes. I'm so sorry. Watch your ball. I'm not. John's not sorry your at all. Club in a hazard is a two-stroke penalty. Two strokes. No
0: longer, uh, except but two strokes. But I am taking practice swings there. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. still That's still a penalty. But just when I go to address the ball, I can actually lay my club down on the ground.
1: God, so much has changed, man. Holy crap. The same in a bunker. So do those practice <laughs> and anger swings above the surface. Thanks for watching, and remember, even though they're rarely marked, parking lots are generally out of bounds. Oh, needed a laugh track there. Yeah, we
0: needed—we really needed a laugh track on we that one. Needed last the Seinfeld theme on that one. Yeah, yeah, the Ian Kawa Seinfeld theme. Well, there you go. So these are two classic old videos. I really enjoy kind of deep diving into these, and we're gonna do more because we have there's so many more of these that we that I feel like. Just kind of, you know, I want people to remember. They want people to go check these out. And also, like you said, this is helping me kind of think about these videos and the fact that we haven't done it in a while. And then we need to do some more. So there you go. Before we say goodbye, John, anything else you want to let the people know about?
1: I fucked my back up yesterday, so. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's happening. Not, Damn. Remains to be seen how it will affect my golf game, but. Lesson I learned it was a it was a hard one but I'm glad I learned it now I don't have kids yeah <laughs> taking my kid out of out of his seat on the back of the bike oh turned, man turned to my right and fucking went down to my knee like someone had just stabbed me in my ribs so, oh geez yeah
0: well I've I've taken I've heeded your advice on that one John and it. I think I'm gonna stick to it sure yeah do. I have dogs yeah don't let, dogs don't dogs let never him. fuck you up <laughs> completely untrue by the way my dog fucks me up on a daily basis. <laughs> So that's yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode. By the way, MGATour.com, number one place to keep up with the MGA, MGAWC.com for all things world championship. And if you want to watch these videos that we just watched, youtube.com slash the real MGA. Or you can just look up Mediocre Golf Association, it'll, it'll pull it up as well. Mediocre Golf on Twitter, and Mediocre Golf Association on Instagram. That's gonna do it for episode 43 for John Lucky Kick Morley. I'm Willie Dill, And we'll see you guys in the next episode.